Welcome to the 12th episode of Indian Markets with KR and today was a flat positive day for Nifty and you know rather than flat it was actually pretty range bound and we've seen that happen a lot with uh, the next day after a big move and considering that yesterday we saw a 250 point move which is massive for Nifty you know this was this was pretty much expected what is good is that we saw a positive close and 50 points is not too small of an amount for nifty which is why i said range bound and not flat so it's definitely a good sign in my opinion but again one day is not enough to really comment on the trend or whether it's a reversal or not so we'll see all of that by the end of this week or so uh coming to the analysis the 10 minute chart shows us something pretty interesting uh there were a few abcd attempts the fib retracement if we look at it the first one failed uh you know 20 ma resistance was just too strong for that but the second one was successful and this if you look at the candle from around 11:30 then we saw a retracement uh at 1250 or so and from that we saw a new high which later turned out to be the second highest uh you know price of the day because it turned back at the pivot point and then it took a uh, took a support from 20 ma and then it created a new high and it closed just just below the pivot point which was at 10846 the close being at 10844 so it was a really interesting day in that respect and honestly we could really see that there was a very bullish sentiment and this can all uh, this can also be seen by the option prices i mean of course if you look at the option price chart and sort of related to what we saw with the underlying uh you can see that despite uh you know the index falling for a bit and then recovering what we've seen in the past is that the option premium dis, uh, you know decays by around 10 rupees or so but this was not the case today we saw the price being relatively stable despite you know what what happened was that let's say the price was 10 if it fell to 5 and then came back to 10 we we've generally seen that the option price reduces However, what happened today was if the underlying if the underlying price was 10, it fell to 5 and even if it went back just up to 8 or 9, the option price was still at the 10 level if that if that makes sense. So, that's of course a very good sign and it really tells us that the market was kind of expecting uh the index to move up and that's actually what we saw after that slight correction of sorts uh we did see an up move uh, albeit briefly and not really that much but it was definitely an up move so that's a great thing and we can see that it pretty much treaded the 8ma line throughout and uh, you know we've been seeing this for a very very long time now that 8 and 20ma have been extremely strong indicators purely because they've been able to really go with the index very easily and especially on the lower time frames on the larger time frames as i'm looking at looking at the daily chart we mainly see a resistance 
but when we look at the daily uh, when we look at the 10 minute charts we also see a very strong support that's being provided by the 8 and 20 MAs so if you are trading intraday or if you're just analyzing the charts definitely at least consider 8 and 20 MAs because they're really strong at least with nifty uh, the index not the future well maybe with the future also uh, you know coming to the daily chart we saw yesterday that it filled the gap that was created on 26th and 23rd August and you know considering that once the gap is filled there really isn't a fundamental reason to go down further we saw it go back up slightly and on the RSI chart it looks like a 40 support but again I believe that there was more to do with the gap filling rather than anything and there's also an H1 support in that general area so that must have helped as well you know coming to the resistance uh, it was just above it stopped just above uh, 23rd August's close so this could have been possibly one of the resistances that really acted on the index the other one being uh, possibly a longer term one if I stop and analyze we can see that there was a resistance way back in Feb and March so that could have been a possible psychological level again with the high being uh, you know 10,858 uh, 10, it could have been just that you know hey I don't want to let the index go even close to 10,900 so that might be another resistance sort of an extended psych resistance of sorts and again that's that's very much possible uh, but what we see here is almost an 820 crossover on the daily chart of nifty and that's really interesting because that's if, if you've been following nifty for a while you you know that the 820 crossover means that we can expect the prices to increase in general over the next coming few days and this is interesting because you know in the past when we've seen 820 crossovers it has led to an initial reduction in price but then it's always made a point to actually recover you know at least till the previous level so even if we see uh, a possible negative move till 11700 or 650 we can be pretty confident based on what we've seen in the past that it can easily recover back to the 11,000 levels that we've seen before and you know another example for this is the crossover that we saw on 7th May <clears throat> so if you look at that uh, on 7th May we saw an 820 crossover that's actually a 28 crossover never mind uh, sorry, uh, so if we look at yeah this this one's more accurate uh, the 7th Feb crossover, if you look at it, it was in the midst of a down move, right? And even after that, it fell by a huge chunk, around 300 points, but it made sure to recover in the coming 15 or so days. So even if we see a negative move in the coming days, we can be sort of certain that it'll end up recovering purely because we've seen that in the past and that's really interesting actually uh, you know especially if you do not consider the fact that the ABCD pattern is already there so 
it's already at a level which may uh, give us the ABCD rise. So, again, as as I previously mentioned in an article of mine, we could see uh, an all-time high by the end of this year. Considering the fundamental reasons, that sounds far-fetched, but according to the technicals, it may well be possible. So that's that's a pretty interesting observation. Uh, <clears throat> and coming to the day's gainers and losers, we saw Dr. Reddy gaining, which is pretty good. I, I believe it, it was not a gainer yesterday. We saw IOC gaining, and that could be because of a delayed response for the BPCL acquisition. Again, it really depends because for the BPCL ac- acquisition, the cash is going out but then you're getting a business in return. So not really sure. Maybe the government has something in mind. Maybe the market is interpreting it in a different way. Uh, not really sure what's happening. Another gainer was Airtel, and that that's at 2.63% up, which is pretty good. And this could be because they've launched a new digital platform. It's called Xstream, and it's basically, they've, they've tried to launch it before Geo, and that's pretty good. Uh, Airtel in general is pretty good compared to its competition, you know, disregarding Geo because pretty much they've they've annihilated the market. But Airtel has been coming in second, and they they are also starting all of these things, which is pretty interesting. So perhaps that's why uh, we saw an increase today. That hey, you know, people are saying that. If you do not consider Geo, then maybe the next best alternative really is Airtel. Tata uh, Steel was another gainer today, and it, it sort of broke its losing streak. And the reason could be because they're shutting down operations, and since the UK operations are loss-making, this is definitely good news for Tata Steel. But it will lead to a, you know, it will lead to a loss in jobs i believe 400 or so is the number so that's pretty sad from you know a stock market perspective again as long as the losses are being averted it's good news uh, coming to the gainers maruti minus 3.62% we talked more about the auto sector in general in yesterday's episode which was episode 11 it was an auto special i went through why the auto sector is far deeper you know the the problem is far deeper than what people think it is it's actually you know the industry in general on a global scale but you know coming to today's fall it could have been because uh, the Manesar plant has been shut down for two days and another plant two plants have been shut down Uh, the plant names are Gurugram and Manesar plants. So they've been shut down for two days and that could be, you know, another signal of really, really poor demand. Uh, Coming to the second loser for the day, it was San Pharma. And this could be because Sevi has ordered a forensic audit on it and it already discounted, already sort of reacted on it. But again, second day in a row. So... That's that does not really sound good. Perhaps there's something wrong in the SEBI audit or so. Uh, the other the other loser was Tata Motors, and honestly, it, it does not really look like a bad stock now. Uh, Tata has some really really nice plans, especially JLR, 
they've been thinking about launching 30 new vehicles in china over the next two years and this is pretty much fresh news and we know how important china is as a market for automobiles because they really have a really nice spending power they've been spending a ton on really really fancy cars especially the premium ones and if jlr can manage to give them a good package especially on the premium side then then it's it's a really good thing for tata motors because the chinese market has been known to consume all these cars we we i mentioned previously that bentley had introduced a car with a rice cooker specially for the chinese market uh, you know brands like bmw and audi have released long wheelbase versions of their cars there was recently a report that even tesla is introducing a long wheelbase model 3 possibly so china is a very important market if they're launching 30 new cars and you know some of them are successful then we can definitely see tata motors going up and in value at least in terms of you know um, the financials of it you know the stock market thing is a different picture altogether we've been seeing a pretty pretty big fall of tata motors in the past so you really can't say if we if we can see uh, you know a price that that we saw before especially since 200 ma resistance is very strong on the daily charts uh, it's at it's at 170 now so around 61 points away but 200 ma 200 ma resistance is very strong technically speaking fundamentally speaking it could be a pretty decent script to buy especially uh, because of the china thing and they are also working on a couple of new cars some evs there was a new leak or a new uh, news about the tata crash which is also a positive thing but the thing is that you know if they're launching it in india we've already we aren't really seeing a positive spell for the auto industry so i'm not sure how well the market would take the crash is uh, you know news but the jlr news is definitely positive for tata Another interesting thing that we're seeing on Tata's chart is that it's just a few days away from an 820 crossover and the RSI is also pretty decent it's at 35 it's it's pointing downwards but if we see a few positive days then we see an 820 crossover we see the RSI breaching 40 both of which are really really good signs and the next resistance is honestly a few points away so Tata Motors might just be a good script if you know the market can really consider and understand that hey it, it really is not as under it really is not as undervalued as people are thinking it is so that was it for this one uh, you know I hope you learned something new I hope you found it informative if not please let me know give me feedback just let me know you know comment message whatever you want I'm always reachable and that was it for this one see you in the next episode thanks